Welcome to Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Marty teaches us verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book, through the Word of God. To listen to any of these messages in their entirety or to find out more about our fellowship, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Let's listen in to today's message, and may the Lord richly bless you. What have I to ask beside? Can I doubt His tender mercy? what our Lord went through. But you understand, most of the stress that the Lord was, was going through was spiritual in nature. Because Jesus knew what was coming in the spiritual. Do you understand what it means that He was the propitiation of our sins? Jesus literally became sin for you and me. 2 Corinthians 5.21 says, For He made Him who knew no sin... To be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in Him. Jesus was about to take on the sin of the world, and not just our sin, sin from Adam till His return. Do you understand what burden that must have been on the King of the universe? He willingly, this was the joy set before Him. He knew He was going to endure so much so that He was forsaken by the Father. And what did He cry out? Eloi, Eloi, elama sabachthani. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Do you understand why? He had to be forsaken by the Father so that you and I wouldn't be forsaken by the Father. He signed a peace treaty in His blood. He went to that cross willingly for the joy of you and me. So that one day soon we can celebrate in the kingdom with him. And I think sometimes we just gloss over passages or we just think about these things and, and we take it for granted. I know I do in my own life. Again, I'm not pointing the, as a, a radio host used to say, the bony finger of indignation. I'm not pointing that. I'm telling you. It's easy in our flesh to just forget what our Lord has done for us. You know, this week I'll, I'll just share it with you. Can I share? Can I, <laughs> we're going to have a therapy session. So this week has been extremely brutal. Um, I've had so many things, critical spirit, so many complaints and critical things, and I'm just like, where is this coming from? But you know what? Here's the thing. When we focus on the Lord, when we focus on what He wants, when we focus on what He's done for us, it's amazing. I can't complain. (laughs) You know, when I think about what Jesus did for me and you, it's hard to complain. And just... Let that be an encouragement to you. Keep your eyes focused on your king, not on the stuff around you. No matter what's coming against you, no matter what you're dealing with, focus on him. Focus on what he did. Because it's an amazing thing. But look at this. Verse 35 through 36 tells us, He went a little farther and fell on the ground and prayed that if it were possible, that the hour might pass from him. And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but what you will. He's going through all this distress, all this anger, or uh, I'm sorry, agony. And we know that he's saying, Father, let this cup pass from me if you will. And that cup is related to God's anger, his wrath. 
The cup in the Old Testament, oftentimes, you know, Isaiah 51, 17, which is an appropriate verse, says, Awake, awake, stand up, O Jerusalem. You have drunk at the hand of the Lord the cup of his fury. You have drunk the dregs of the cup of trembling and drained it out. This is speaking of the wrath of God. Jesus is going to take the wrath of God upon him so that you and I wouldn't have to. Jeremiah 25, 15 through 16 says this, For thus saith the Lord... God of Israel, to me, take this wine cup of fury from my hand and cause all nations to whom I send you to drink it. And this is speaking of the last days. And they will drink and stagger and go mad because of the sword that I will send among them. The cup of God's fury, the cup of his wrath is not to be taken lightly. Do you understand what Jesus is agonizing over is that. This is why we know as the bride of Christ, we will not suffer the wrath of God. We will be taken out before that day, before the tribulation, because you and I are not appointed under wrath. And it's all because of this. It's all because Jesus submitted in the Garden of Gethsemane because he got on his face before the Lord. He poured out his heart. He bled even from the sweat follicles in his head and submitted unto the king. Nevertheless, not what I will, but what you will. Do you understand how powerful that is? Remember that when you pray. Sometimes, you know, I criticize the name and claim it group and for a reason. But they forget this part. Many times they pray, my will. I'm going to have my will be done. And they forget the part, nevertheless, Father, your will. What a beautiful prayer. But look at this. Verse 37 through 38. Then he came and found them sleeping and said to Peter, Simon, <laughs> shifting sand, are you sleeping? Could you not watch one hour, watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation? The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Now, if we see this as Jesus is upset for his own purpose, we miss the point. Did you notice there? He says, watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation. He's concerned even at this moment about his disciples. He knows that Satan's going to sift him like sand. He knows that the enemy's coming against Peter. He knows that Peter's going to deny him and go through a horrible experience to where Jesus will have to restore him. He knows. Verse 39, again, he went away and prayed and spoke the same words. And when he returned, he found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy, and they did not know what to answer him. Did you see the miracle right there in in verse 40? Peter was silent. (laughs) He didn't know what to say. I think that's the first time in Scripture. I don't know, check me, but Peter didn't even know what to say at this point. But here's the, the amazing thing. We're going to see it a third time. And I don't, miss, don't miss what I'm about to tell you because this is powerful. Gethsemane, the oil press. In Jesus' day, they had three main pressings of oil. And we're going to see there are three times when Jesus has to wake them up where they fail him. But the first pressing of oil was always for the light, for the lamps. They would press the oil. The, they would, these stones would crush the pit, the olive. And that was used for the light. The second pressing... There was a second pressing, and it was for medicinal purposes. And the third pressing, when you look at how they would do this, it was usually used for soap or for cleaning. And when you think about it, that Jesus is the light of the world, that by his stripes we are healed, and that he cleanses us from all unrighteousness, what a beautiful thing. And I think the three times they they fail the Lord here, the three times he goes back to be crushed under the weight of the burden is telling. It's really powerful. Verse 41, Then he came the third time and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? It is enough. The hour has come. Behold, the Son of Man is being betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, 
let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. Wow. Three times they couldn't even stay awake. They couldn't stay awake in, in this powerful moment in the middle of the night. They couldn't stay awake. But before we get too critical, I just want to ask you a question. Have you done the same thing? Are you doing the same thing? You know, we, in the Olivet Discourse, Mark 13, it finished with a very powerful command from Jesus. And it, he told us to watch, to watch and be ready for the Lord's return. That word watch is interesting. I didn't share it then, but I'll share it now. It's Gregorio in the Greek, and it means to keep awake. That is to watch, to be vigilant, and to wake and watch. And so what did it say? Mark 13, 35 through 37. Watch, therefore, be awake, he says. For you do not know when the master of the house is coming in the evening at midnight at the crowing of the rooster. Huh. That's kind of curious. Or in the morning, lest coming suddenly he find you sleeping. And what I say to you, I say to all, watch, be awake. That's what Jesus told us in chapter 13. And so before we get critical about the disciples, how could they not see this moment? Well, how can we? How many in the church, I've seen it so much where they're just like, well, you know, my parents were Christians. I'm, I'm good. God doesn't have grandchildren. He doesn't. He has children. Or they say, you know, you guys, I get it. All you guys in the prophecy world, all that. You guys have been saying the rapture's coming. I get it. Yawn. Snooze button. <laughs> He's coming. And we're commanded to watch, to stay awake. And so I just ask you, are you staying awake? Have you looked around at the world? Do you see what's going on? Or you just keep hitting the spiritual snooze button. And here's what I know. When I realize how close we really are, it should motivate me to live a life holy and pleasing to my king. To love him more than I love my sin. To deny myself and to do what he's called me to do. To love him, to love others, to share my faith, and to be who I'm called to be. I'm called to be awake. I'm called to watch. And so are you. And so are you. Ephesians 5.14 says this, Awake, you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. Wake up if you're sleeping. Verse uh, 41 and 42 again, just look at this one more time as we finish up. Jesus tells them, the hour has come. Behold, the Son of Man is being betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. And we know that Judas, we looked at it a little bit last week. We'll look at a little bit more next week. Judas, Jesus calls him friend. Remember, Judas sat at the seat of the guest of honor at the Seder dinner. He was the guest of honor. He's the same Judas we're going to find out in all four Gospels. He called one of the 12. Do you know how special of a position that is? One of the 12? One of 12 disciples selected by Jesus. And yet he still failed. It's that sin of self-confidence. Our faith is not in ourselves. Our faith is not in church. Our faith is not even in the Bible. It's in Yeshua. Our faith is in what he did for us. We know he died on that cross, he was buried, and he resurrected. And he gave us a beautiful promise. Be reminded today. Be refreshed today. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for your word. And thank you, Lord Jesus, for your obedience. That you went to the cross, despising the shame, Lord, but that you went anyway. Because you knew the joy that was set before you. Lord, help us to be part of that joy. Help us to live lives pleasing to you and to stay awake. Lord, we praise you and we honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. This has been Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to hear this message again, or any other in their entirety, 
please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Our fellowship meets in Southeast Nampa, and our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. For more information visit our website. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you. Hi folks, Pastor Marty here. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the teaching today. You know, it's my prayer that it's encouraged you to continue faithfully in the study of God's Word. I think it's so crucially important that these days the body of Christ stay in grounded and anchored in the Word of God as the world around us is sinking in the waves of false doctrine and the opinions of men. If you are seeking a church family, a church home, and you live in the Southeast Nampa area, I want to personally invite you. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. and we currently meet at East Valley Middle School. That's right off Greenhurst and Happy Valley. If you want to find out more, if you have any questions, you need directions, you want to catch up on a message, or if you have a prayer request, just go to our website, GolgothaFellowship.org. Let me help you spell that. It's G-O-L-G-O-T-H-A Fellowship.org. Until next time, may God bless you and remember to hold fast.